Just wave your arms when you yeah. walk. You cut out. <laughs> just go like this. No, no. Yeah, cut it out. <laughs> I um, hope we got a picture of that. So let's pa- pause for one second. I'm going to clap. Okay. <laughs> sorry. It's sorry. I, I didn't did explain that. To, that. <laughs> I did that to me. Just annoying. I'm sorry. The, the, we call it the clap. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, Usually you just do one. Let's let her in. I Finally. Guess. Hi. <laughs> Giant Stanley right off the bat. Oh, man. Love it. Right here. Love it. Here for it. The tumbler. I've got the Hydro Flask tumbler. Oh, she's got, I got two. We've got two she's today. She's sitting on the fence. She can't. Yeah. You can't I can't that. commit. Yeah. Oh, man. I made it. Hello, Lauren Pratt. Hello. I'm here. Uh, um, well, you passed the first test, the gauntlet of getting into the meeting. You did it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, I promise I'm not 80 years old. <laughs> Jordan asked me, uh, like, uh, how much older is your sister? <laughs> I was like, yeah, is this exactly. your sister or maybe your mom? Like, I don't know. Aunt. It's actually your mom. And mom's going to be offended, <laughs> yeah. too, by us saying that. It's my Aunt Ethel. No, my um, gosh. <laughs> um, yeah. I would so I guess you have a monster PC because you have to, right? So maybe first yes. things first you can tell us this is a clean segue, right? Why don't you right. why don't your AirPods work with your laptop? What's the deal? My work desktop is PC because I had an iMac and it crashed using AutoCAD, the mm-hmm. software that I use. And so I got a bigger, heavier duty iMac in order to handle the software. And exactly a year later, that iMac crashed, like (laughs) almost to the day. Mm -hmm. So I had two failed iMac attempts Mm -hmm. and uh, we've gone PC for work purposes. And it still is extremely frustrating because yeah, I have AirPods in my ears and I'm looking at my iPhone and I have, you know, uh, iMac or what's it called? What's the laptop version? the macbook air macbook at yeah. home yeah i haven't but like at work i'm stuck with this windows crap you know nice but I mean, at least windows you crap, know that it's crap, the windows right? crap has not crashed since i started using it yeah so there's well, good and bad yeah yeah and what what work are you doing specifically in cad tell the tell the listener what what you're up to so i I'm a former interior designer turned landscape designer, and I have transformed AutoCAD into a very design-heavy, art-friendly app for my use because I have 20 years experience using it, and it's what I'm the most familiar with. So I've kind of tailored it to my needs. And most people, when they see what I can do on AutoCAD, they're like, you're not using CAD, right? (laughs) And I'm like, yes, I am. Love I that. print conceptual plans in color, which is not normal 
and it's it's pretty you know we're designers still it's that form and function but still looks good nice way to throw in some yeah. designer like garnish there love that oh, i know yeah. a little sprinkle on top yeah <laughs> finishing salt um <laughs> Should we should we pretend to not know each other, or should we tell the listeners that you are in fact uh, a close relative? <laughs> I think it's going to be pretty obvious when they hear us talk and yeah. our and vocabulary words and yeah. our yeah and yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah same papers um, yeah. yeah this uh, listener we're talking to my sister Lauren Pratt Lauren Williams Hello. Pratt there yeah. she is. Yeah. There I am. Yeah, you guys definitely look like siblings. So yeah, I mean, all, yeah, all four that's, of us. Yeah, that's so all, fun. All four of us look uh, pretty similar. Yeah, I know, and it's weird. Like looking back, how did that happen? We all have the same initials, which is oh, also hilarious. Yeah. Thanks same a lot, with my Mom. family. Same with my family. <laughs> Wait, your family too? Yeah, all J's. No, no way. all J's. Oh, hang yeah. on though. But d- what about the middle what, initial? Middle names? Oh no, not middle. No. Yeah, our parents. Yeah. Again, thanks they a lot, went Mom. Full on. All four of us. L R W. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Really easy to say. Monogram everything because yeah. everyone can use it. Matching yeah. necklaces <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. No, um, I love that. Well, we got to dig into the important stuff first. I think that in the past we have mentioned uh, Spoongate. Oh my gosh. You know what's so funny? Rhett literally two nights ago said, I know that he's going to bring this up because he can't get through a single conversation Mm. without (laughs) saying it. He's like, I don't think I've ever been to a family function where your brother hasn't brought this up. And literally it's the first thing out of your mouth. So it's wait, my Rhett. favorite. Rhett, Rhett wins. Rhett wins. Good I job, hate Rhett. that. I hate that. Um, I need to know what this is. So I mentioned it casually, I think, before. I think my well, mom was here last night and she said, Are you going to talk about the spoon incident? Um, oh my gosh. I know. It's like, seriously, it's, I can't live it down. It's lore. This will be the end of it. We'll put it to rest. We'll never talk about it again, I'm sure. Lies. It's going to um, be on my freaking headstone, you guys. But I can't believe that, like, the improbability of it <laughs> is pretty wild. Um, should you tell your version and then I'll tell my version? Or should you tell the story and then I'll say if I need to edit it after? Yeah, yeah. I think he should tell it and then you okay. just correct him along the way. Yeah. That's usually how yeah. this goes. You won't. So. I, I remember yeah. it correctly. <laughs> it's true, so true. I was <laughs> – this is not fun already. Um, <laughs> I was very – innocently standing mm. uh at the edge of the kitchen like we had this kind of like long kitchen she's on one side i'm kind of on the other and i think i think i was sort of gently like accidentally you know tinkering with some cabinets or something uh, i don't accidentally tinker with cabinets. <laughs> i was tapping on something just like you know really innocently oh again gosh. just like singing a song mm-hmm. and living my happy like, kid Whoa, life what are my hands doing yeah. no i was being very obnoxious yes, just to be obnoxious and i was closing a cabinet just over and over again just to see what she would do and she was no control over your hands no i didn't um yeah and uh it went on for a while she asked me to stop and i did not 
and uh, I was in the corner yeah. and our dishwasher was in the very corner of this kitchen and I had my back to you. Had you back to me. You were part. making yeah. some, you were making food or doing dishes or something. I was emptying the dishwasher. Yeah. I was emptying the dishwasher, but I was bent over the dishwasher and you were behind me. Yeah. So you and had... I was far away. Like I was not, yeah. this is the wildest part about the story is that I was pretty far away. Like <laughs> imagine like probably. A, Sorry, Jordan, feet. go ahead. No, it's okay. I'm just saying she had a plethora of ammo then. Like a, big, the like a big yeah. sprawl like a big <laughs> sprawling kitchen. She's like on one side, I'm on the other. Yeah, yeah. And I would not stop slamming the thing. And she, yeah, she whirled around with a spoon, a big, a big spoon. Like a wooden spoon or like no, a metal? No, it oh. was a metal soup spoon. Oh, okay. A <laughs> metal soup spoon and lasered it, threw it, threw it across the kitchen. I don't know if it was as hard as you could, but no, no maybe just you, a little forceful. There's she yeah, threw it. it at me just to send a message. And I don't know. I really doubt that you thought that it would actually hit me. Did it end in uh, stitches? No. Did you start bleeding? It drilled, yeah. it drilled me. It drilled me right <laughs> oh, no. in the very center of my forehead. Like across the entire kitchen, right in the center of my forehead. I literally might have a little scar. Oh, no. Um, Dead eye. But the fact I that mean... it didn't dislodge an eyeball, yeah. first of all, uh-huh. is amazing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I hit the ground. And then I remember specifically feeling like very... Uh, I did the like European soccer thing where I made it like way more dramatic. Yeah, you were probably yeah. really yeah. dramatic about I was it. Rolling on the floor, and maybe there was like a tiny bit of blood, but I like smeared it all over, and it was like, oh Grab my gosh, ketchup, I'm, I'm, dying, I'm dying, I'm dying, yeah. I'm dying, and yes. she, she got in so much trouble because I was innocently standing there, and she was so violent because of her I, her temper, I had this you angry know? Streak. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, you got in, you got in big trouble. You got sent to your room, and then I felt bad because, like, I realized that you were in like big trouble. Oh yeah, mom thought I had like tried to kill you because <laughs> you were riding around oh, on the floor, and I was Voldemort, and your poor Harry like oh. laying there with this forehead scar. So and good, my fault. So good. And I was oh, like, go to hell. Yeah. Go to hell. <laughs> yeah. 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 My husband did that, or his little brother did that to him, but with a belt. Swinging no. it around, oh. popped him just right in the forehead. So, oh, with the metal part, man. oh yeah, yeah. So, we have a family. Yeah, like it, a was, family. it was like, yeah, yeah. It was after he had uh, hit him with a yardstick, so he's just getting changed. Mm. So that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to, yeah. My yeah. little brother, my little brother. He's the youngest, but he's a. Uh, he used to get so mad that he wasn't strong enough to fight us, so he would take off his shoes and attack us with them. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I have no recollection of that. Really, he would he would take off his no. shoes and throw them at us and try and hit them. Did with you us. say this is your older brother? Or younger no, my younger, younger younger brother. Yeah, younger the brother. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, my little brother. He was a biter for a second. Mm. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. when he was like three, like really, really little. Oh man, we need but... to do like a siblings panel where we just pull everyone yeah. in. And just hash oh, it yeah. out. And mom yeah, yeah. mom can like referee. Oh, oh my mom will not referee. We always ask her, we're like, who's your favorite? And she's like, I'm not going to say. We all know it's my little sister. But My dad, what was <laughs> yeah. the weirdest? My dad, my favorite memory is dad. Um, first of all, he would try to make us fight. Like when we fought each other, he'd stand us face to fate and be like, you want to fight each other? And he'd like 
make us actually fight each other <laughs> oh and then gosh. we would cry. But he would also. But then we wouldn't. We yeah. wouldn't. No, then we wouldn't. We it would was just reverse psychology. Yeah, reverse yeah. psychology. If you want to fight, Sorry, I'll make yeah. you fight. And then he would stand us face to face, and we would just cry and hug it out. Did um, your dad ever fight you? No. <laughs> so no. my dad, my dad, <laughs> yes, he, my I mean, dad. I mean, kind of. Kind of. Ooh, yeah. Nothing like Later. bad, right? But my right. dad, like, he said to my little brother one time, he was like, if you can pin me, I'll do the dishes. But if I can pin you, you have to do the dishes. Nice. He dropped him. He dropped him <laughs> so fast. My That's little amazing. brother didn't even know what was coming. To this day, he still says, like, my dad hit him. And then he was like, whoa, I don't know what's going on. Right. Like, dad did not hit you. Right. So. This is a spoon. The spoon mm-hmm. story all over again. Yes. We yeah. mentioned it. I mentioned it last week, though. He used to lasso us in the yard. Like, he, used, he would practice <laughs> roping. And yeah, he, it's like kind of just toughening us up, right? Yeah, it's not yeah but that bad. was kind of fun. Like we thought it was hilarious, and we would laugh. Oh yeah, and then we'd be like, <laughs> like on the ground on your neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, <laughs> I think really. I said this. He was a healer, though. Yeah, he wasn't a header. He was a healer, which means that you're yes. roping the cow's legs and not its head. Oh, that's good. We wouldn't okay, be so here just, if he were. Yeah, <laughs> if he were a header. It around. <laughs> yeah, if he were a header, we would not be here. Anyway, okay. Enough of that. We, sister, Lauren, um, yes. mm-hmm. we were really interested in uh, talking to you about this uh, transition where you're kind of uh, going from one crazy, exciting, exhausting thing to another crazy, exciting, and probably somehow even more exhausting thing. Um, yes. Can you tell us, you and I have had some conversations about it um, that I thought have been really cool. We don't have to go as detailed or as deep or however comfortable you are like um again keep in mind we only have like a few dozen listeners so you're not <laughs> you're not talking to like a, a thousand people um but oh wait what episode number is this i was gonna ask you by the way 11 we don't keep track <laughs> Jordan, i'm just in here i don't know <laughs> yeah this is um I avoided saying it though. This was the first, this is the first week that I've avoided saying anything until just now. This is episode 11. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like I want to focus less on like timelines, but we could loosely kind of say, this is what you were doing, you know, five years ago. This is how you let's loosely like cover. I want to focus less on like the story of the timeline and focus more on like what you've been feeling the last like two or three months. Cause Holy cow. Um, uh-huh. if you're cool with it, totally should have told you this beforehand. Um, yeah, that would have been super helpful, but again, not, <laughs> we don't like surprised. our listeners to, yeah, <laughs> we don't like that. just like to <laughs> no. pounce on you. Just, yeah. Whew, yeah. Off the cuff. Here we go. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, 20 years ago ish graduated high school and nice. I went to BYU and ended up at design school. So I went to UC Riverside for interior design. And after that two-year program, because they just have a, an extension there, I went and worked in commercial interior design. So I was designing uh, hospitals, banks, schools, office buildings, Sexy. not really residential stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's where I learned CAD and I absolutely hated it. I had two weeks intensive training with a coworker over my shoulder literally that was my job to sit there for two weeks and he like directed me and taught me all the ways of cat and i was like this is complete shit like i hated it i was like i I was like i am never gonna use this 
I hate it. It's so technical. I am not a computer person. Like I am not a, Clearly. I'm not into this. Right. <laughs> Clearly can't even get on the podcast. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I didn't want to say anything. But... Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Just like, oh, this is not, this is not going to happen. And then after that, um, we ended up moving to Utah. I worked for a uh, giant office park. And the, the reason I got that job was because I knew CAD. And so then I was like, okay, doors are opening because of this program. And I just got better and better at it. But then I took a break. We had kids. I was just doing interior design for friends and family. We did a big life change. Rhett became a firefighter, moved back to California. And once again, it was like, what are my marketable skills? Okay, this CAD thing keeps coming up. And I ended up working as the assistant to the landscape architect because I knew CAD. Mm. <laughs> like mm -hmm. at a civil engineer firm where I'm like, okay, again, not not an engineer, <laughs> not a computer person <laughs> sitting here like, what is landscape architecture? I had no clue. I got to this job and I was like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. um, and just kind of figured it out along the way, fell in love with it. I knew that it was all the things that I loved about design, um, you know, color, texture, all these things that I had used before in my work with interior design were now just outside and I was getting to be working with plants and learning all these things. And all of a sudden it was like my brain opened up and I became a sponge and I have retained more knowledge about this subject than I've been able to with anything else in my life. It's pretty wild. Um, it's pretty, it's pretty insane. Yeah. So that was now six years ago. I worked in landscape architecture, um, ended up switching jobs, worked for an, a landscape architect in like a, a firm that's just solely that. So I went from civil engineer to just landscape architecture. And I was trying to figure out a way to go back to school and get my license, stamp, all these things so that I could be legit. Um, and that just never panned out. Uh, the state of California has five degrees available. And um, I called the closest one to us and the head of the department was basically like, you're married, you have kids, your husband's a firefighter, you're never going to make it. Like this yeah. is a five-year program. That's rude. It was like, I cried for three days after that. Literally. I was like, this is my dream. This yeah. is all I wanted. And he was like, it's worse than law. I mean, I, like looking back now, I'm really glad that he was so blunt because everybody I've talked to has said the same thing. It's ridiculous. The mm. program is so rigorous. You have to be there in person. There's lab hours. It's very technical. It's just a joke. Interesting. <laughs> so, um, that ship kind of sailed for me. And so then I was like, well, what can I do? to work around this and things were getting a little crazy with our schedule and we were still kind of settling into the fire life. So I decided to take a step back and uh, stay home for a little while. That was like four years ago now. And uh, as soon as I got home, I was like, get me out of here. I have to do something. <laughs> Like, we had an episode just, about that, didn't we, Jordan? Yeah, we yeah. did. Like, I am not made for stay-at-home mothering. Like, that no, no, just, no. Sorry. I yeah. love my kids. I am so much more fulfilled and a better mom working. Mm. And that's just yep. been a, a long journey that I've had to realize. Yep. Shout out, Mariah. <laughs> Shout out to Mar Mariah <laughs> yeah. Christopherson. Yeah. Yep. Right. So um, 
then I randomly just started getting phone calls from people and they were like, hey, we need people to do CAD. We need these plans for model home front yards and we need these plans for this. And I was like, okay, well, I'm getting these clients again and I'll just take it really slow. I'm just going to open up a business so that I can keep things kosher with right. taxes and be legit and all that. That was man. February of 2020. Oh, man. Kosher with taxes? No, thank you. Yeah. And that's been a joke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's not talk about taxes no. uh, in, in the state of California, especially. But yeah. uh, opened up officially 2020 in February. Had no idea. It was like perfect timing. All of my kids were in school. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just, you know, quote unquote, taking it slow. And then March, everything happened. And it yeah. was like, I have been drinking from a freaking fire hose ever since. And just everybody was home and all of a sudden everybody's doing their yards and everybody's doing projects and I'm going to the nursery and the nurseries were selling out of plant product because they couldn't even grow it fast enough for people. Seeds for gardening were selling out and they're like, we have a seed shortage. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, how in the world did I just line up my entire life to get to this point? Like I could have opened a hair salon or a bakery or like any number of things that would have just been like during COVID. But uh, the last two and a half years I have been on this marathon roller coaster ride. So yeah, that's it's a good place to be good place to be, but also a hard place to be. Right. It's been crazy. And yeah. just like, the speed at which everything has happened has been so challenging because I am, I have no background in business. Like I am just winging it left and right. Yeah. You're, you're, no yeah, you're like a walking QuickBooks commercial. Like this is who yes. they made. Yeah. They made it for you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah speaking of, yeah, I'm paying like a thousand dollars a month to QuickBooks. Yep. For, there you go. This episode brought to you by <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe a little bit of an anti-ad. Do we yeah. like QuickBooks? Yeah. Just kidding. Right? Like, oh, should have just hired a bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like that happens with, like, a lot of entrepreneurs or people that start their own business. Like, they don't have a background. And I know that your dad is an entrepreneur. And so it's like... Totally. Could you have, like, gleaned some, like, insight from him on that side of it? But... I don't know. Everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and it's very specific to their business. And so it's like, there's not really a blueprint you can follow. So it's really just figuring it out as you go. Absolutely. And I have kind of created my own way. Like I was trying to take some of the things that I learned obviously in the last jobs with landscape, but then because I, because of this stamp and license issue, like I was doing residential and like I can push plans through the city and I know how to do that, but it gets very political and they don't like you doing that. And like, there's a whole hierarchy, civil engineers, stamps, Trump, others. And like, I can get my plan signed by a civil engineer and they'll get through, but they really don't like you doing that. So there's all these little nuances that I'm just kind of making my own way. And it's, it's been crazy, but I, I mean, honestly, I, I've had so many mentors and people along the way that I've called and just said, you know, Hey, what about this? And what about that? And that's, that's how everybody does it on the down low. I mean, there's no magic formula. Like you're saying, it is just learning as you go. And it has been, Oh, it's been crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So 
um, how have, how much have you struggled with like that whole certification thing? Not having it, trying to get around it, feeling like you don't belong, and then coupling that with screw these guys, I don't need it. Like, what's the back and forth with that like? Oh, I I mean, just even just my personality type, I have a constant like angel devil on the shoulders situation going where like one side is like, you're doing great. You've got this. Look at all the things you've done. And the other side is like, you're a fake. You're a phony. What are you talking about? You'll this never is be all... one of us. You'll never be. Yes. Yeah. Like you're, you're not legit. Don't forget that. Like it is my, (laughs) like it is my biggest, probably my biggest source of insecurity because it just is, it feels like something that I want so badly to overcome, but I just can't. And so then it's like, ugh, like I'm just, I'm never going to be enough. Like I'm never going to have this stupid stamp with my name and date on it. (laughs) (laughs) That is universal. Um, Yeah. Yeah. For anyone in any kind of creative thing. I mean, Jordan and I are in boring software stuff now, but we both do some freelance. She's still way more creative than I am. Um, But yeah, that stupid stamp somehow uh can be anything yeah truly yeah i hate yeah. it i also yeah. feel like you like at least in my mind i'm like perpetually like a student just very like much like at the beginning of like my degree and i still don't know anything it's like i still think of myself as a 20 year old that is like very new and very fresh and that's like yeah i don't like, know anything you're, you're like 25 <laughs> i'm 26 okay i'm 26 oh i still view myself as this 26. little 20 year old no but like not 20 like 18 year old okay, okay there you like go. starting there you college go. out where it's like i still have that like mindset of like you don't know anything like what grounds do you have stand on like what are you doing you know i don't know yeah there's some it's tough too because there there's uh we're in a weird time where everyone's like rightfully so like attacking all these gatekeepers and things but i mean there's some validity to education i mean Mm -hmm. there's no guarantee that someone's coming out of one of these stupid like especially cal state programs that have got to be 10 years dated anyway um (laughs) yeah but at the same time yeah, it's it's tough in design in general because there's definitely stuff you need to learn. But how you learn it oh, and sure. how you demonstrate your like competence and your skill can't just be based on some old guy with a stamp that built a program at a school or whatever. Right. Like I, I remember sitting in my lunch meeting with my second boss and he hadn't even offered me a job yet. And he was asking me, you know, what do you feel like it is that is driving you? And I just said, like, I am a designer through and through, like, no matter what, I designed my own wedding dress. I have this interior design, you know, interest, but this landscape design for me is, it has become part of me. And I, I just love it. I love it more than anything. And that's, I feel like that really has been what has gotten me through the last three years of all of this hellishness is like, nobody loves this more than I do. <laughs> I will challenge. I will say that all day long. Like you, you know, more than me. Great. You went to school. Awesome. But I still love it more than you. Like, I don't care what you say. Yeah. And you either have it or you don't. And I think that's true for any kind of design work that you're doing, whether it's software, whether it's interiors, whether it's landscape, you either know design and you're good at it, or you just don't get it. 
Mm. And that's fine. It's just one of those like have, have not situations. We talked about that at work, uh, maybe a month or two ago, actually. And it was like a big like conversation that we had because sometimes people think like, oh, you can totally teach creativity. It's something that people can kind of like earn, but I agree with you. It's like either you have the eye or you don't. It's really easy to teach people like the basic skills of like the software, like CAD or Figma or whatever. But oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's really hard to teach someone how to have that like artistic eye or like that because creative it's part mindset. vision. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's being able to see something that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. And that's like hard for some people to do, right? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it is. It's a visualization of something that's not there. You're creating mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I think that even underneath that, yes, I agree. Completely agree. But I'm, I'm having flashbacks and they're scaring me because I, Uh-oh. well, because I ran that, I ran a design program at a boot camp, right? And the, like, right. the job of the boot camp is to put butts in seats. And then I teach the butts how to be a designer. And it was really, yeah. really tough because on day one, I could do one day in class and just know this sounds cynical. It sounds pessimistic. But after day What's one, new? I could just, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. After, what day, was it? after Op- day one, you could just optimistic be like pessimist. What was it? Optimistic yeah. cynic. Yeah. Some, something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. One day in class, you would just know they, mm-hmm. right. they are not naturally curious. They're not a noticer. That's the mm-hmm. thing that I came to. Mm-hmm. They're not the kind of person that just notices, um, details. Like why mm-hmm. did that ad suck so bad? Why did that movie, like I'm not a movie person, but I'll listen to a song, watch a movie like that critical thinking mind that just sees something and knows, oh, nobody's going to get that. Or mm-hmm. that's right. not doing what they thought it was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That thing, that thing is so hard to teach. And mm-hmm. it's a lot of it's just like self-awareness too. That like critical thinking, curiosity, noticing, problem solving, that like natural kind of personality that's picking things apart and putting them back together. Yeah. Man, it's mm-hmm. so hard to teach that. Yeah, For can sure. you teach self-awareness? I, I don't e. feel like you can. I tried. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. And just asking questions. Asking mm-hmm. the right questions is a huge part of it. Yeah. Um, this is cool. I, If you're comfortable with it, we could transition now to next week because we're in between. Yeah. In between the two things, right? Um, right. My, are you cool talking about it? Yes. Loosely. Yeah, I have. To, yeah, I have to be careful. But, yeah. Well, generally yeah. speaking, um, is is this not the stamp next week? Yes and no, but the stamp has come up again no in way. this really? job. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you loosely fill Jordan in on like closing down the old thing, starting up the new thing? I can, by the way, I can cut any of this that you want me to. Yeah. So, okay. Just, I guess we can start with the, the way that I've explained owning a business to people that don't is to me, the last three years of this, I have been carrying around a backpack full of rocks. Mm. And over time, more rocks have been added and it's only gotten heavier. And 
I take it to bed with me and I take it on vacation with me and I take it everywhere I go. It's always there. I can't ever stop thinking about it. Yeah. It's an unhealthy obsession. Um, but it's because I love it so much. I mean, I've, I've worked and worked and worked to get this where it is today. And I've been very successful despite all the things. Um, but the toll that it's taken on me and my family have kind of brought me back to this place of like, well, maybe we need to reevaluate and kind of step back. And in that talk that was happening over the last six months, an opportunity presented itself for me to take over a landscape division at a civil engineer firm. <laughs> so I'm like circling back to starting right where I started this whole journey, mm -hmm. which is kind of crazy. But um, then it was just in the, in the moment, it was like exciting, thrilling, validating, uh, what validating validating yes extremely validating like suck it stamp look at this um but then i started to backpedal immediately and i spent a month kind of going back on all of those feelings and questioning everything because this is my baby that i have literally designed and built from the ground up mm -hmm. with all those blood sweat and tears and it's been very hard to think about giving that up um because i'm it's it's hard because things are going so well in certain ways but then they're just not in so many others like mm -hmm. i have done things so terribly and i still have so much to learn and there's so many things that i would go back and do differently now that i know um but then again just like the more time it was actually kind of a blessing to have that grace period of a month to kind of go back and forth and hash it out and be like, is this really what I want? I didn't feel pressure to be like, I have to make a decision in a week. It was like, okay, I said I wanted to, but if I don't, I still have a business over here mm -hmm. that I can continue doing. So there, there really wasn't this pressure other than me just feeling like this grieving process that I've been going through. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jordan, you freelance a bunch. Have you ever gone like full-time freelance? Have you ever, I mean, you've talked no. lately about like fully giving it up. What's, uh, what are you feeling after listening to all that? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I don't love the uncertainty that comes with like, especially like the payments in freelance. That's where I struggle with it. And I haven't really taken that plunge because I don't love that. I like to control everything. And so that's something that is just a little bit scary for me is to just not know if I'm going to have like money the next month. So right. I have sold my soul to the corporate world and I'm very <laughs> comfortable with it. I am very comfortable with getting a paycheck every couple weeks. So yeah. I don't know. It's a pretty cushy life, but I also have struggled when I do like give up freelance uh, in the creative aspect because like, technical stuff isn't as creative right like visually especially I still like it but I do get a lot of fulfillment from um doing freelance projects I just think I get overwhelmed when I take on too many so it's hard to do both but I do like to do both <laughs> so I'm not recommending that by any means because you do get burned out quite a lot but 
yeah, I don't know. I'm a big fan of my corporate cushy job. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah I mean, do you <laughs> do you feel guilty about like I don't know taking on something and like killing your baby? I don't know if that's like a great way to say it, but it's like killing way. your darling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's guilt. Is it guilt? Maybe. Just, um, I think reality, honestly, reality has set in hard over the last year. And the reality of like, in the, in the beginning, it was like, okay, for the last three years, I've doubled my year every year. Wow. But in, in that time, I have also not really made great money. Yeah. Like, I, I don't have a lot to show for that. Like, yes, I started here and I've, I've year over year doubled almost to the dollar. Exactly. But all of my expenses went up. I hired somebody in January. I'm paying payroll tax. I'm paying all these things, like all these things that you don't think about until you own the business. And you're like, Oh, I am putting out so much more money than I am bringing in. And that's where the talks that I'd had with our dad, it was like, you know, at this point, it's just not a business because it's not making you money. It's just this mm-hmm. really expensive hobby <laughs> and I'm yeah. renting an office space yeah. and I'm paying an employee. And yes, I love this job more than anything. And it's a passion and I love meeting the people and doing all these things. And I, I have the same bone as Logan. Like we go out, if we're going to sell something to somebody, there's no way that person is not going to buy from us. Like we are mm-hmm. just people people like it's it's a blessing and a curse and like I got on Instagram last month and typically we've had I've had a 50% sign rate so for 10 consultations I was getting five out of the 10 like I would I started batching out yeah I started batching (laughs) out my consultation so I was only going once a month and I was kind of trying to like hold people off and I'm trying to figure out this scheduling thing, but I just kept burying myself deeper Mm -hmm. and deeper Mm -hmm. and then feeling like I couldn't say no to people. So I just keep on taking clients. I keep on taking clients and I go out and meet the people and they're signing. And then in June I had 11 consultations and 10 out of the 11 signed. And I was just like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. all of a sudden I'm not excited anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm freaking out because yep. I'm like, I'm still one person. All these people are going to be disappointed. I'm letting everybody down. I'm so far behind on timelines. I can't do this all by myself. And mm-hmm. so it's, it's been absolutely insane. So guilt maybe, but more of just the reality of like running a business is freaking expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like I, I recently had a mentor hand me a uh, contractor's pricing book and it's giant. And he's like, this is what I read after I claimed bankruptcy. And this is how I got my billing figured out. And in the book, they're like, basically, if you're trying to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, you should be bringing in about $400,000 a year to pay for everything. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, I'm one. I'm still one person. I don't think I can do that. <laughs> like I just, right. How am I possibly going to be making that much money? Like, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm, you hit mm-hmm. on something interesting that I've listened to a few other podcasts with creatives talk about, and that's yeah. hitting that breaking point where it's like too overwhelming. And I found yeah. that people who own their own business do freelance full time, they either like, I don't want to say give up because I don't think that that's a fair term by any means. And it sounds really negative. I don't think it's right. giving up, but it's just saying like, okay, it's just being realistic and saying like, this is overwhelming. I need something that's maybe more structured, not as bleeding into my day-to-day life. Right. Cause only your own right. business is literally midnight to midnight. It's not, there's no yeah. time off. And so right. there's just like that point where it either becomes overwhelming or you start hiring a ton of people and you're like fully committed and saying like, I'm going to lose money. I'm going to be in debt, but we're going to see it through. And it's so interesting to hear kind of different people's perspectives on like what they did when they got to that point. Cause I don't think there's a right or wrong thing to do. It's just interesting to hear different people's perspectives. Yeah. And honestly, if I, had like a business partner or somebody that was like, you know, all you need to do is put this much more money in and hire these people. Then I'd be like, okay, let's do it. Let's take the risk. But there's also this whole, I mean, I don't know how far we want to get into the cultural expectations and mothers working (laughs) outside of the home, but I can't tell you like (laughs) how many times the first question of people is always like, what are you doing with your kids? Or what are you going to do with your kids? And how, how, how are you doing? (laughs) And I'm like, well, I figure we can start with cocaine. See how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Send them out on the streets. See how much they earn. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The world is their playground at this point. Right. Right. Like they're so young and impressionable. They'll figure it out. Oh yeah. Just let them free. But like, it's just not, it's not as acceptable for me to push that hard Mm -hmm. like I have a working husband who brings home a salary why am I pushing so hard and everybody's question has been like not everybody a a large majority of people are like why are you pushing so hard and I'm like you don't understand I like it leave me alone I like it too much yeah but then at the same time you're constantly fighting yourself it's that angel devil thing like okay you're like I like it but I hate my life Yes. Like, why why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. So. I cannot sympathize with you more. I'm in the exact same boat with, like, (laughs) freelance. I'm like, I love doing this, but I hate it. Every day I, like, do it, I'm like, wow, this sucks. But then you get started, and then you're like, okay, I actually do like creating some things, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you're good at it. Yeah. It's that fulfilling. Yes. It's that filling your cup. Oh, like, it's oh, so man. validating. I'm good at something. Yes. When yeah. someone's like, wow, you solved this problem for me, or wow, I'm obsessed with this design you did. I'm like, yeah, because yes. I'm great. I'm so good at yes. this. I walk on water. <laughs> this is awesome. I call it kind of like the anti-God complex because it's like one yes. day you like think you walk on water and the next day you think you are literal trash. So yeah, on the bottom just, of the ocean. Yes, you're mm-hmm. the cockroach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I'm there. And I, yeah, I have no idea what either of you were talking about. No clue. <laughs> really? Never felt. I've never felt anything like you know what you're describing. You've never. I think you have a little bit of a god <laughs> complex. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's like no, yeah I, uh, I never feel like a cockroach i've never been on the bottom no i've told <laughs> people this before i either feel completely and 
absolutely untouchable. Yes. Or the absolute opposite of that, which is yeah. just like, I no will, security. Yeah, you're completely I like replaceable. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's is that, that just a designer thing? Is that just a creative person thing, or is that like, I don't know? I Do it, other people have? Might. We'll this. ask. Yeah, we'll ask all of our listeners. They're so responsive. They're so um, responsive. <laughs> yeah, Mariah. We'll, let's just ask Mariah. We'll Mariah. ask Mariah. Mariah what, what do you think? think? Yeah. She's going to text us as soon as she this is. airs. She is. Um, no, I think it's a human thing, truly. I do, too. Um, I think it's a human, yeah. especially when you're trying something and having to be vulnerable and like exposed like that, where you're putting yourself out there. It's definitely, uh, I don't know if it's a thing for people that are comfortable, is what I'll say. Right. It's I an, do think that there is that yeah. layer of like pushing out of your comfort zone where you're like, oh, this is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we just live outside of been, our comfort zone all the time. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, Probably. I feel like I do. Yeah. And that it sucks. Yeah. It is just so up and down in so many ways, but I have done so many things and I, I honestly wouldn't change anything. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's the thing. even though these last three years have been the most hectic that you've probably grown the most as like far absolutely. as your craft goes? Yeah, absolutely. In that lunch meeting with my second boss, he said something to the effect of, I don't know. I, I've never seen anything you've done unless you're like a savant or something. And in my mind, I was like, hell yeah, I am. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and that that untouchable, cocky, back of the brain thing is like, okay, when shit hits the fan and things get really hard, I'm like, I'm a freaking designer. I've got this. Like, mm-hmm. I I have got this. I have a natural talent. This is what I'm good at. Let me just do my thing. You know, it's that when people start questioning you when you start hitting all these like roadblocks with things and then things don't work out the way you want, or you make a mistake. Heaven forbid. Heaven forbid. forbid we make a mistake. Right. Yeah. It's learning how to like work through that and own it and be like, okay, I am really good at what I do, but holy crap, I still have so much to learn. And it's that constant back and forth between pride and humility mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Um, this was lovely. I'm, I'm starting to try and like maybe direct us towards like a wrap up here. Um, okay. As far as new job, uh, can you tell us what you're most excited and maybe most apprehensive about? I am most excited to get, get back into the commercial because I feel like that is where I do the best. I really like interpersonal connections, but I've realized through this job, maybe not so much with clients. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like, I like going into a room and having the budget and the freedom to do a park or a sports complex or like a whole hospital grounds, you mm-hmm. know, like this is the plan. This, we already know that you can afford it because you're hiring a company to do it rather than like, you know, I'm a homeowner, I have $5,000 and I'm going to splurge to pay a designer. And I'm like, hold on, you should be DIYing this. Yeah. <laughs> you, you shouldn't be paying me with that budget. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, 
the expectations yeah, less, are already less, there. Less emotion, like tied up in it. Yes, like less emotion, yeah. less of the uh, questioning, I guess, like that, that whole thing going back to being questioned and, and curious and failing and all the feelings with mm-hmm. residential clients. I don't know. Yeah, um, less of having to sell yourself, I feel like, right? Yeah, like, yes. People I'm part just of trust a, you to do right. your job. There is, yeah, yeah. there is a, la- a layer of that that's, you have a bigger backing. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. with another 50 people in this company. And so it's like, yeah, we're hiring you, but you also have the support of all these people and all these different disciplines to mm-hmm. get the job done. And we know that. Yeah. Um, but again, the biggest, my biggest apprehension goes back to this stamp and license again, because I'm taking this job and I'm going to be doing all of these things without that. And I will have civil engineers signing and stamping these plans. And uh, that's always going to be a side. <laughs> mm. like, it's just always going to be there. I should have put my phone on do not disturb. It's, are you hearing that? No. When things come through? No. Sorry. Can we do a call? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. You're our first guest to ever do a clap. Nice. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I don't even think it was loud enough to do anything. No, it wasn't. You you hesitated. Um, I did. Because you don't. Yeah, you don't have a, a stamp there for this either. Right. So you hesitated. Yeah, no, but really like, at some point down the line, I am fully expecting to have to either. Uh, how do you say it? Give up my spot take a step down like i'm i'm getting hired for this position up here but at some point i'm assuming i'm going to have to be demoted in order for somebody to come in with this stamp and license because that is what we need in order to get these plans done and that's what the state of california requires honestly is that perception or do you think that's actual reality i don't know i think it's perception i think it's perception i'm just gonna say but there is legality tied up into it too like this is a this is a civil engineer firm that is producing plans that need to be submitted to the city and approved through all these processes and i am a landscape designer Mm -hmm. i can get these things stamped by the civils but we just we kind of have this this again new territory that i am trying Mm -hmm. to swim upstream and like why do i do everything the hardest way i don't know It's not. It's just the. It's a more. It's the modern way, man. Got to shake these. Yeah. Shake these dudes up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It'll be very interesting. Okay. So. We'll keep us updated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have to. I'd love to have you back on six months from now and see. Uh, see how that old stamp is doing. Mm-hmm. I know. Interesting. I'll either be like in some weird online $200,000 program trying to get a fake stamp <laughs> or I'll have given it up again. I mean, Jordan and I are really good at Photoshop. So yeah, if, about you to say. Go, if you want to go <laughs> underground, just, we can get we can you just any hack one together. Stamp. Yeah. yeah. Any stamp yeah. you need. Yep. Um, Jordan, market. any final questions, thoughts, wrapping up? No, I just love hearing, um, I don't know other creative struggles that are so similar right it's like right we think we're like so different and we're so special being like tech designers or even landscape designers like we kind of put ourselves on a pedestal sometimes and it's like no we're not all that different we're all the same yeah 
either pedestal or opposite of pedestal like either thing yeah. like you were saying but gum on the shoe yes yeah. exactly gum on the shoe so yeah, yeah. wow mm-hmm. well thanks so much for uh for your time sis thanks for killing yeah. your lunch hour with us thanks yeah, for having thank me you. We'll, I'm uh, an hour ahead, so I get to go eat my lunch. That's now. true. You get to go eat lunch. Nice. Yeah, we'll <laughs> cut this uh, cut this thing together and get it out. Episode eleven. Can't wait. Thank you, guys. Jordan, uh, I mean, we're recording at a different time. I, I, I was gonna say, uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna do. Kids, the kids are with the neighbor. I'm like doing solo dad stuff, so I might take a nap. Oh yeah, oh. take a nap. Yeah, Jordan, what's the rest of your afternoon like? I would love to take a nap. I'm probably going to go eat avocado toast and then I am wow. going to run around and send some thank yous out to people who have helped with Product Hive. So. Nice. Yeah. Look at that. You're really Look good at that, that stuff. Yeah. Bless Such you a people for being person. good at that stuff. Look at me. People, people. Look at me giving back to the community. <laughs> buying plants, buying chocolates and for people. And the pedestal goes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the head grows. <laughs> yeah. No not glamorous by any means all right lauren what do you got going on the rest of the day uh work rhett just took the kids up to the mountains he's taking them camping overnight with some of our fire friends and i am trying to get things wrapped up before i start next week holy smokes well congrats on the yeah the big the big new job we're excited to hear more about it and uh yeah well i'll talk soon okay all right bye everybody bye 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 Thank you.